Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your Favorite Blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. So this Diego dog. Has grown on me in a big way. You're in love with him. He's He's, a psycho. He's super sweet. Diego, are you sweet? And he's no, he's kissing me. He's just the friendliest dog, and he just makes me smile. He's cute. Well, and he has this big, sweet, loving personality, and he just loves to play, and he's a sweet little baby. Such a good dog. He has a couple of nasty habits, but they're trainable. Yeah, you got to keep working with him. And that's what we're doing is working with him. I mean, he, he's getting better and better, especially the really bad one. His really bad one. Yeah. Was seems to be mellowed quite a bit. It hasn't really reoccurred in three or four weeks. Like, for example, right now we're podcasting. He's so happy that we got home that he is rolling around on the floor, scratching his back like a lunatic playing with a triceratops. Yeah, we were out to dinner. So he was crated because that's where he goes because he's needs the uh be locked up a little bit so he doesn't destroy things because he's a little bit bad at making decisions sometimes it's not even the destroying things let's be real baby he is not rodent friendly and we have guinea pigs that don't have a lid because our cats are rodent friendly yeah but (laughs) but then that brings me to our weekly segment about family Chantal. Diego the lunatic reminds you of the family Chantal. Yes, he should because, be offended. Because Diego reminds me of Pedro's sister. That's rude. Diego's going to fuck you up later. <laughs> but anyway, this time. On the family they're Chantel. in the Dominican Republic, DR. Oh, and the family Chantel. When they first get there, he asked Chantal to go with him. Because this is two episodes in one, really. He asked Chantal to go with him to see his mom and his sister. And she said, nah, she'll stay at the hotel. Probably a smart move at the time. Then she did eventually go to like a baseball game with them. And it was like a minor league baseball game. And she kind of got into it with both of them. That was bad. And now well, they par- just kind of like did each other. Yeah. And now her parents and her brother and her sister are here on the DR in the new episode. And right away, they're causing conflict. And right away, Pedro's mom and sister are going cuckoo crazy, causing conflict. <laughs> and it's amazing to me that... They live for the conflict. It's all I can come to the conclusion of. I mean, I'm going to do my best. Karen Thomas. What is her last name? Karen. I can't I remember her last name, but Karen. I'm going to do my best. Mama Karen impersonation. Now, if Pedro wanted to make things better, he would tell his crazy mom and his sister to chill out. That's my impression of. Karen, you didn't think it was very good, I can tell. I just kind of want to slap the jackass off your face. It's, so that actually tells you your impression was pretty it's good. how she comes off. It's crazy. Uh, you know, and so, so she gets there and she's like all condescending to the mom and the sister and causes another fight. Well, because you think they can't tell from her tone 
what kind of shit she's saying. Like, condescending is not... Yeah, there's no language barrier for condescension. Right. But, like, the whole time I'm saying, why are they making Pedro translate? His English? Not wonderful. And he's, like, yelling at Chantel and telling her she should translate. Her Spanish isn't great. And, like, why should they be in the middle translating? Shouldn't they be off to the side being, like, our parents are all idiots. Like, what the heck is going on here? And I'm, like, yelling at the TV. Get a freaking translator. So they did. They listened to me. They got a translator. And it was important because he didn't understand English well enough. So, like, the perfect one was Mm -hmm. she said something about pulling their weave out. And he translated it. If it happens again, I'll pull your wig off. Right. She never said anything about if it happens again. She said the last time she pulled her weave off. Right. His translation was so bad and it caused arguments. Well, I don't think it was malicious. No. I just think it's not appropriate. But that's how cuckoo crazy crazy Chantal decided to take it. That he did it on purpose. I know. I invited her to come on the show, by the way, right on her Instagram. Oh my God. Why? I tagged her and said, come on the show. Uh, I'm going to keep it up. This is how some of these. You weren't supposed to invite big, Chantel. You're supposed to invite Pedro. I've invited Pedro twice. You're weird. It's the first time I've like invited it. Chantel. But this is how some of these Maybe big you bloggers invite get Karen. it. Who? Mama Chantel. Yeah. She'd probably come on and I could do my Mama Chantel impression at her. You could give her a script and tell her to say it. And then later you could record an impression of it and it'd be hilarious. Yeah. I wonder if she would do that. Probably charge us. She probably would. Did you read where that Ashley, the blonde one with the Jamaican? She's charging $30 for an autograph. Well, did you know that Annie and the guy who... David. The water buffalo dude. Yeah, David. My best friend, the water buffalo man. Right. Yeah, I'm going to tell that story in a minute. Anyway, they were doing this like uh, this video thing. And they cameo. were charging like $50 to $100 per cameo. Yeah, cameo. Mm-hmm. Why? Who wants that? A lot of people, apparently. It's weird. Cameo is smart because they're capitalizing on it by collecting money. From the back end, the right. fans are paying for it and they're not getting an upcharge on it. So they're running it a lot like Upwork is run only for these, you know, small time reality stars. They take them and they offer, you know, they make an offer of I will charge you $30 for an autograph and you say yes or no. If you say yes, the cameo place takes a of whatever they're making, probably a good 10, 20%. Right. Which makes sense. But anyway, Water Buffalo guy. I've probably said this on the podcast before because I'm pretty sure it happened. You have at least 19,000 we times. But Water Buffalo guy, this dude has to go and pay a dowry for his wife to be. And part of his dowry is a water buffalo. And then he can't pay any of the cash because he's kind of broke and kind of ridiculous. But he manages to get the water buffalo. And this is all shown on the TV. And then, like eight months later, <laughs> I see on his Instagram the water buffalo had a baby. And he tried to claim the baby water buffalo as the interest on the money he owes her parents for her dowry. And I'm like, bro, you did not have any hand in making that baby water buffalo. And then somebody commented underneath me and said, well, maybe he did. And then he commented back. I can't remember what he said. That's the part you missed, though. It's like the whole story. I can't remember what he said. I think he just sent like four laughing faces. Yes. I'm still amused by that. But see, that amused you, but it doesn't amuse you enough to pay him $30 to do that for you. Certainly doesn't amuse me. I don't think he can be that funny on purpose. Certainly doesn't amuse me me enough to make me pay something for it. I mean, that's the thing. I don't, I'm with you. I don't grasp the cameo thing, but people are doing it and they're making money. So, you know, that dude 
And Annie, you said his name is David. He's like, he's kind of a wreck. Like, he's just kind of a mess. A hot mess. Whatever. Just everything bad happens to that dude. Correct. She must really love him. Yes. Well, you can tell that by the way they interact on, like, Pillow Talk. They're really cute together. Like, really love him. But we can't watch Pillow Talk anymore. Why? Because Colty and Deb are going to be on the Pillow Talk together. But I like to yell at the TV. Let's do it. Colty and Debbie are like fuck buddies. Let's be real. They are. They act like an old married couple. It's gross. Slandering other people, are we? (laughs) I don't care. If they have a problem, they can come on our podcast and tell me about it. I'll gladly take it back if they come on our podcast and tell me about it. Well, that's fair. Make them tell you the truth. You're under that impression. So Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting that (laughs) what ended up happening when there was the interpreter was the interpreter kind of calmed things down because the the interpreter the interpreter took time to like explain why they were asking the question she's worried about her daughter so she asked you blah 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 well the translator translated okay so chantelle's mom and her attitude and her tone or whatever and pedro's mom isn't much better and pedro's sister is shrieky yeah. So that's that. Those three things are just bad. But the translator, you're right, just like translated in a very calm, even tone. So the other side was reacting to how the translator said it rather than the heightened emotions of how the other person was saying it. The translator did their job. They provided the facts. Exactly. In a, in a calm, even tone that didn't add any emotion to it. And I feel like I feel like they could have been a big step in their relationship. Like, I feel like it could have been a healing moment instead of a hurtful moment. Yeah. Depending on how the visit with the grandma goes in the next episode. Well, exactly. But that's the interesting thing about this group. Like we've talked about on other episodes, they're equally responsible for the situation that Mm -hmm. they're in. They're both equally crazy. And I mean, and I'm not even doing the whole you've got 100% to blame um, scenario that I've talked about 100,000 times. I'm literally saying that it's equal blame here. Like, for sure, right. they're both loony. Both sides of the family are loony. And he does what he accuses her of doing, and she does what she accuses him of doing. She always says, he always defends his family. He always takes his family side. But what does he always say about her? Right. <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing. I, I feel like it's the natural reaction. Well, it is normal to think that way. And you know what else is normal? Let's face it. If in the upcoming weeks... There's an argument here in our household between two people. If that possibly were to happen and someone were to ask us to take sides, we would do our best not to be biased, but it's hard to not be biased. Right. You know one person better than you know the other person. And so in a sense, being biased is being able to read between the lines and know what that person's really thinking. Of course. You don't have that advantage with the second person. Right. So... That's why a lot of people insist they're not biased because they're not purposely choosing their loved one over the one that's new. They're choosing their loved one because they understand where they're coming from 100,000%. Right. And so, therefore, they don't see it as bias. But it is bias. I We saw the previews for the upcoming episode for the grandma visit. And the mom's, like, sitting in the van. And this is what the preview showed. So, when you hear the next Family Chantel episode... We're going to correct ourselves because the previews are always jerks. Always wrong. (laughs) She's like sitting in the van saying, we told them not to prepare us any food. If they prepare us any food, 
we're just not going to eat it. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, and then it show it jumps to a scene of them getting like out the van and there being like a big pot of some kind of stew stuff. And she insisted and it had chicken's feet in it. I, I don't understand why she's so afraid of the chicken feet. They're a delicacy there. I don't understand it either, but it, it is who she is. I think they're terrifying, but they're a delicacy there. It's not like they're, they're trying to poison you with chicken's feet. And Pedro was told, don't make us anything to eat. Right. And if they do, we're not eating it. You know what's really interesting? In the way she almost talks. every single culture, it's rude to not eat food that somebody else has prepared for you. Yeah. Except, Even at a party. You know what, though? I would say the second time around, though, someone from his family should have said they don't like chickens. I think it would still be considered rude there because Probably. they didn't bring a translator. Probably. I think that scenario is interesting, but the previews don't tell us a whole lot about what's going to happen. So we'll we'll come back at you with another episode. We'll tell you the next whole story about the chicken and tell feet. you the story about the chicken feet. But for now, I want to finish off tonight by talking a little bit more about our big boy named Diego. So this dog comes here to this house from another house where there was too many dogs, and so he he was overly aggressive in the beginning. He just was. He did it here. But all we keep doing is correcting him when he does it by telling him, no, be good. And he, when he's good, we tell him how good he is. So we're giving him positive reinforcement. That's what we're doing. We're kind of nudging him in a direction. Incidents, but he's being very. And, well, but the incidents improving. are getting bigger time in between, which is what you want to see, you know? Right. But we only got him the first weekend in August. Yes. When we came back from vacation. We've had him a month and he's had two incidents, one right at the very beginning and one about a week and a half later. But he's been good since yeah. then. And it's all been about just telling him, no, be a good boy. And when he's a good boy, then we say, oh, you're being such a good boy. But the positive nudging in the right direction works with that dog. And it's because he wants to please you so bad. Well, in the potty training is the same thing. It wasn't working. It wasn't working because we weren't catching him doing it. As soon as we caught him lifting his leg on a couple of things. And yeah, like, we, we diaper him, by the way. No, at him. Then that's when it started improving. He started peeing outside. Now, if we could catch him pooping, yeah, we'd we be could able fix to fix that one. Yeah, he he's definitely driven by wanting to please us. Right. A hundred percent. But that brings me to the final thing I want to say about him. His personality. He's just such a lovey dove dog. Like, like, he likes to come up to you and put his head on your shoulder so that you hug him. He just wants affection all the time. And it's really, it's not even done in a super needy fashion. He just kind of comes up and goes, hi, let me hug you. And then well, he walks away. My favorite thing about him is also my least favorite thing about him, depending on my mood. He He's incredibly vocal when he's being playful. So like Yogi, I when it, we play, I growl at him because he likes it. And I roar at him and like I rough yeah, him up. He roars back. Yogi, yeah, yeah. He, he growls back and he's all vicious and feisty and cute and adorable and ridiculous. But yeah, the first time I did it to Diego, I like, I had my arms around him and I like, then I like roughed him up with my fingers and I went, roar. And he like started freaking shriek. Here he is. And well, we, if you remember, do you remember we thought we were hurting him somehow? Or scaring him. And like, so this is, that's just what he does. When you roar at him, he screams and he's so happy and he's so screamy and he's so cute. 
And he screams and he sings and he howls and he's adorable. He's all hound, that dog. He's all hound. All hound. But he is such a lover boy. Dig, are you a lover boy? I want to make him do it, but I don't want everybody's ears to die. Dig him. And there you have it, folks. Diego making his nightly rant debut. Diego on the network run by dogs for dogs that treat us like dogs. On the note, good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye, you dogs. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show... Please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.